Hey there, guys and gals. This is Patrick from the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. You know how much we love talking about the silliest stuff we can, but there's something else worth talking about. Suicide doesn't end the chances of life getting worse. It eliminates the possibility of it ever getting any better. So please, never, never, never give up. If you're thinking about ending your life, call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. It's so common in our society to hate our neighbors without any reason. Trust me when I tell you, there's lots of people who love you with and without reason. If you're looking for a reason not to kill yourself, this is it. Again, that number, 1-800-273-8255. I say, good day. Good day, man, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. I am on vacation this week, so I decided to do a best of uh, documentary, or best of episode clip, if you will, of, uh, I was going to do the first 30 and the second 30, but as I started pulling content, I saw that there was a lot more uh, content than I thought, so we'll probably, the first one's going to be the first seven episodes, and we'll just add on from there. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy. Remember to uh, send back some feedback of what you think to the number nine podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on the website, number nine podcast.com or number nine with Tommy podcast.com. Thanks for listening. Finally, this silver lining is going to come from the namesake of the podcast, the deacon of doggy style, the general of genitals, the butt knocker of the gut locker. The Prince of Punani, the King of the Clitoris, the Sultan of Squirt, Tommy, let's hear your fucking sex story, bro. Yeah, I mean, Pat, I've told... (laughs) (laughs) I've told memory stories before, just not sex stories, Pat. I'm interested in hearing your sex story, And I'm not sure that there's a silver lining to this message. Well, we'll find out. Alright, so... <laughs> I'm so excited. So many years ago... Yeah, many years. Uh, I'm with this girl, right? And we're getting... You know, we're getting a knot. And we decided we want to do a uh, kind of... I guess you'd call it a reverse 69, where I'm on top instead of her on top. That is dangerous for this girl. Yeah. You have no idea, Pat. So, uh, we're getting it on or whatever. And uh, my feet are up near the... The top of the bed, you know? The headboard? Yes. Sure. Yes. And uh, so I kind of lose track of where my feet are going, and all of a sudden, my feet slide behind the headboard onto the floor. <laughs> so now I'm laying down on top of this girl with my gentle lodged in her throat. Uh, oh my god, you gave her the Arabian night goggles. That's so great. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh so I guess the silver lining is you should know where all you should know your surroundings at all times. Yeah, it's like we're taught in, you know, uh dare or dare class geez, uh sex ed. Safety first, man. You really should have paid attention to your surroundings. Let me ask you, does the girl use one of those things now? You know that hey, I got dick in my throat from Tommy. No. No, she does not. I'm shocked that she's not still in recovery from this incident. I can't... Well, let's be fair, Pat. It didn't hit the back back of her throat. It barely hit her teeth. That's a good point. But the just the mass... The, I mean, think of, like, what would happen if you were 69ing a whale and then the whale landed on you. Yeah, Did I mean, she get facial reconstructive surgery after this? Did no. you shatter her fucking, like, facial bones? No. You break an eye socket with one of those big, meaty balls of yours. Nothing was broken, Pat. We just laughed a lot. Was your spirit broken? No. no. <laughs> we still got the job done that night, but we got the job yeah. done every day. What's that? I'm not sure why you stopped in your truck, sir. You said you guys used to get the job done every night? Yeah. Just consistent I, I continue to still get the job done every night, just with a different woman. Did you, did you try different positions after this? Yeah, sure. Did you try that position after this? No. Did you finish that? Like you, so you guys resumed after this happened. Yeah, different position, bro. I guess this is a one hundred percent true story. I'm so upset that I'm telling this story right now. I'm having sex with this girl, and she and I are both. 
She and I are both big fans of... Uh, just so we're clear here, there was just an ant crawling all over the mic stand and then all over the table in front of That's that. true, so I had to flick that fucker away. Uh, it's okay, he has an oh, exoskeleton. Fuck! What just happened? <laughs> Tom just got a fucking foot cramp. Is it foot? No, Charlie horse. You can't get a Charlie horse without getting punched in the leg. The fuck are you talking about? That's a Charlie horse. You hit somebody in the leg and could say Charlie horse. What do you call it? What's going on right now? Explain your pain. The fuck? Like my hamstring pull. It's a Charlie horse. What? You've never gotten a Charlie horse while you're having sex? Yes, many times, unfortunately. I'm very out of shape. So I don't understand how you don't understand what a Charlie horse is. I don't call it a Charlie horse. I just call it a cramp. Yeah, it's called the Charlie horse, you dumb fuck. That's weird. That's like, uh, I, and we always call them punch buggies. What do you call them up here? Is it punch buggies still? What, when you punch them in the arm and you see a beetle? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a term in the car that's different, and I had never heard it. Well, when and you it, hit the roof? Padiddle. Padiddle. Yeah, or when you see a car with one headlight. Padiddle. Yeah, you hit the roof. Padiddle. If you don't hit the roof, the last person hit the roof gets punched in the air. You mean you get the Charlie horse in the leg? However you want to do it, yeah. We used to call those Charlie horses when we hit each other in the leg. But the actual Charlie horse like is when, when your hamstring when, pulls. When God just punches you in the back of the leg like just happened to you. You told yep. that story about whatever poor, poor, disgusting, vile woman that story was about who was willing to lower herself to sleep with you. Oh, my God. Let me ask you. Have you ever sneezed in front of this woman? Multiple times. And she still fucked you. I guarantee you that's the only thing that happened multiple times in front of her. So, anyways... <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm having sex. And I'm just thinking about what if, like, let's just say by chance, the odd chance that this girl listens to the podcast. Yeah, the odd chance. I gotta tell you, I have that thought all the time because listen, I'm not very far removed. There's not many exes that I don't still talk to. Like, I get along with them. Uh, there's a solid chance that, like, you know, I don't know. Any one of these girls, I was going to start naming them, but the only one I could think of was Piss Girl. Uh, honey Buns, I don't talk to, which is, I mean, thank God. Uh, Such a nice girl. I don't know why you did that to her. But anyways, this this particular girl, I don't have a name for her yet. Maybe we'll come up with one. You know what? Let's call her Fingernails. And we'll explain why she's called Fingernails in a completely different episode, because I got plenty from this girl. But anyways... She's a huge fan of Dirty Talk. I'm a big fan of Dirty Talk myself. So we're getting real close to the finish line on this particular event. And uh, I'm on top. She's on bottom. I heard this story. We're talking all kinds of crazy shit. And what I want to say in the midst of my climax is I want to pull my penis out of your vagina and then ejaculate in your mouth. What comes out instead is I'm about to come and I go, oh my God, baby, stick your dick in my mouth, which was a show fucking stopper. We did not finish. We couldn't. Neither one of us could breathe because we laughed so fucking hard for so fucking long. You what were, an ab workout. If, if this isn't proof enough of like some Freudian gay shit, you're definitely gay. Yeah. Listen. I, Every that's an alarm. That's an alarm. That doesn't count. Shut up. I told Pat before we came into the basement. Hey, why don't you uh, silence your phone? My phone is silenced. You haven't been hearing the text messages. You only heard the alarm. Jesus. Anyway, you're definitely a homosexual, which I'm fine with, Pat. I'm, I I accept you for who you are. I don't think I was having sex with a girl when it happened. That doesn't mean nothing. And then you were thinking about sticking dicks in your mouth. No, 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 no. It that's, was, it was. Sure, a, sure. I got Wink my face. I got my merds wixed up, and that's all that happened. Sure. What's the silver lining of that message, Pat? Oof. I mean, I would say, be careful what you wish for. I certainly didn't want that shit to happen. Wink face. Good day, ma'ams and sirs. Have you ever found yourself dropping a hot steamer on the shitter potty? Wondering where you can find content, exclusive merch, extra sex stories involving grotesque, overweight, hairy fat guys, and videos that are more helpful than the instructional pamphlet that came with your new Swedish penis enlarger that you can never find the time to use because the dog won't shut the fuck up. 
the kids don't respect boundaries, and your wife is always cleaning out your best hiding spots? Well, Three Finger News, news that's sure to shock you, just did an entire article letting us know that you can find our podcast at iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and pretty much anywhere else podcasts are available. Don't forget to check out our live stream of the podcast on YouTube at 10.30 a.m. on Sundays and 7.30 p.m. on Wednesdays. If that's not enough and you're in for more streaming, you can also check out our gaming live streams on Twitch and YouTube. Follow and subscribe to Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. Check out our Facebook page and Instagram page at Number 9 with Tommy Podcast until your mom makes you block us because it turns out that she was fingernails and she was upset about the podcast, so she sent us packing. Speaking of packing, you can have merch from our show packed and shipped right to your door from Number9Podcast.com. And don't forget to sign up to our weekly newsletter and subscribe at each of these sites. The Number Niners are always welcome to drop us a line at the Number9Podcast.com the number nine podcast at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at number nine pod too. We even hired piss girl to sort through that shit to decide which ones we're going to air. I say good day. We were only going to get into the story because you brought it up, Tom. I didn't bring it up, Tom. Oh, I brought it up. I now I feel like I have to justify your comment. You want to make this a memory story? Cause it's a funny memory. Sure. Memories. Memory with a silver lining message. Do you want to tell her or do you want me to just tell it, Pat? No, I will gladly tell the story. So Gladly? You seem a little upset about it. This is a story about when we thought I was shopping at what we like to call the fish market. It turns out I was at the meat market. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom was taking a drink when I said that. And we may need new microphones pretty soon. Uh, Classic. So, I met a... You better tell the entire story. I plan to. I don't know what part you think I'm going to leave out. Oh, I know what part you... You know, you can tell that part, actually. I'm fine with that. So, first off, we've had this debate, my brothers and I, since this uh, since this occurred. Uh, so, I'll we'll, we'll get to the debate after. I met a girl. I don't want to put her name out there. Let's call her... Pat. So... <laughs> Pat, not me, the girl, uh, and I have great conversations. She loves everything I love. She loves ribeye steak. She loves football. She loves video games. Um, so we're at the, you know, we've we've been talking on the Tinder machine for a little while, and uh, it's go time. There's a new, what's it, Texas Roadhouse? What is that? Where? Down in uh, the dirty water. Yeah, Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. I've never been. Pat's never been, but we both love ribeye steak. So uh, I say, hey, will you say later this week, I take you to uh, Texas Roadhouse. We can both try out the new restaurant and get some uh, ribeyes. So she's like, there's something I should tell you before we make this date official. I'm like, fuck me. What's coming? Like, I already am weary of being online because of the honey buns incident. So I don't like where this is going. And I know how bad this is going to be. Well, actually, there's no way I could have fucking imagined how bad this is going to be. Hopefully all of you have put this together by now. So she's like... I've had a bite my tongue for this whole thing. I was born male. So I'm trying to be super considerate of this, right? Because I don't want to be a fucking asshole... Like, first off, I found this person attractive. We have a ton in common. I don't know. You have a bunch of common because you're both dudes. Yeah, we both definitely wanted to go get meat. I did not realize how... You know what? This is not a good follow-up story to the last story we told on the fucking podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I'm like, oh, all right. This is This is new territory. So I'm like, when you say you were born male... How much would that affect us now? And she's like, well, it wouldn't affect us at all as long as you were okay with it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm fine with it. How much would it affect us so while we were being intimate? You know, I'm like, I really need to know if she has a penis. Because what's bothering me about your story, Pat? Hold on. One time I told a girl to stick her penis in my mouth. Luckily, that was not an option. I don't want to fall into a situation where she takes me seriously. So... 
Turns out she has all her male body parts still. So, Pat, here's my problem with what you've been saying this entire time. You keep referring to him as her. If somebody refers to themselves as she, I got no problem following suit. It doesn't really bother me. It bothers me. I think it's fucked up that, you know, like he, you don't like to be called Tommy, so I don't call you Tommy. A lot of people call me Tommy now. Why do you think that is? Because I need the podcast number nine with Tommy. Weird. Because you called me Tommy. Yeah, weird. Yeah, well, fuck it. Bad example. Um, <laughs> no, but so I just like politely was like, you know what? I don't think that that would be my cup of tea or in this case, glass of jizz. Um, <laughs> so I just kind of bowed out and she was like, well, you know, you know where I work. So you can always stop by and say hi if you want to. And I was like, man, I, like I should not do that like on a lonely night because God knows where that would lead. So uh, I guess you, I suppose, could pick up there. Pass when they go down to the local where she worked. It worked. He worked. Very you, insensitive. You get it. I I don't I don't care about being sensitive. Oh, I know these, about these people. I'll tell you another story as this. Um, to go down and check him out to see. I was curious. Why would you set, have me go though? Why wouldn't you just go check her check it out yourself? She knew what I looked like, Tom. You knew what it looked like. Yeah. I didn't want... Okay, so picture this, right? I walk in. She's hideous in real life, even though online, she's pretty fine. And I... Okay, I'd like to say everybody agrees with me. I've shown that the many pictures to many people, and all of them are like, damn, really? And I'm like, yeah, man. All right, no, so really. Yeah, man. So... <laughs> No, so um, no, I was curious, like how uh, how authentic she uh, she was playing the role. So I'm gonna tell you two stories, Pat. Hold on, let's let's talk about because I'm curious that I know that Driver Andy is gonna have a fucking field day, maybe Rocket, maybe. My brothers and I have had this debate now for about two years, and the debate is: Would you? Would you? If? Would I what? I'm not talking to you. The The debate is, would you? It's, uh, it's open-ended. Like, fuck it, me neither. Right? So, if she was a very attractive woman with anatomically correct body parts, but she was born a man, or male, would you? No. Why? Because that would always be in the back of my head. I'm all set. No. Nope. In the back of you, for sure. No, really. So, hold on. This per- so let's great you personality. Would, you would, wouldn't you? Uh, well, that's the debate. Is would I? And I, I don't have an answer, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I could do it. Uh, I'd not, like to be like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm a big enough like person Pat that doesn't do bother it. me. I, I will tell you this: if it was the right person, I would certainly be open. I don't. I can't even. Nah, I don't know. So I, I feel like get to what I'm I feel like I, wa- I don't want to say that I wouldn't do it because it makes me feel like an asshole, but I don't think I could do it. I know I wouldn't do which it. sounds super fucked up. Why does it sound super fucked up? You don't like don't dudes. Know. It's but it's not a so, dude. So this is one of the things. It is. It was born a man. Do you know why? What makes it a man? What's that? It's having the. I don't know which chromosome. I think it's the X chromosome that makes you a man. The extra X chromosome makes you a man. You can't get rid of the chromosome. You can get rid of the body parts. You can't get rid of the chromosome. It's still a man. Let me ask you. Can I put my fist in your chromosome? Then I don't give a fuck what chromosomes you have. Are you with me? Still, It sounds like you want to fuck dudes. I don't know. If anything, it sounds like I want to fist you. Either way, you want to fuck dudes. I don't want to fuck dudes. That's not the point of the story. This is a true story. This is a story. terrible fucking follow-up to the last episode. Really So bad this is timing. something... And I'll just tell my mom this one. Well, this is a true story. Um, my son went to, I guess, a sleepover at his friend's house last week. And he told me when he got home that they kind of played a joke on the kid's dad and his grandfather, my son's grandfather. Before he left the friend's house, he went up to the dad and was like, so what are you thinking? The dad was like, what? And he's like, can I date your son? So, can I what? 
Can I date your son? Oh, okay, okay. Colin tells you this, so I'm like, what the fuck? So Colin asked this dude if Colin could date his son. Okay. And then, you know, he's like, oh, I'm looking, blah, blah, blah. Whoa, whoa, what was the dad's reaction? I don't know. Colin didn't really get into that. Ah, but so curious. The, he, I didn't notice he has a black and blue eye. Maybe that's why. Ah. <laughs> no, I'm looking. Uh, and I guess the friend, they went and hung out with Colin's grandfather afterwards, and the friend did the same thing to, to his grandfather. I don't think anything happened. So, so Colin's telling me this, and I'm like, you know, maybe my son's trying to tell me something. Maybe. You know what I mean? So I went and talked to him, and he was laughing about it again, and I was like, if I'm going to text, you know, I'm going to mess around with uh, your friend's dad and text him and say, hey, I heard my son came out to you. He goes, don't do that. He'll think I'm really gay. And I'm like, well, you see why you shouldn't joke around about stuff like that? It, so maybe he got the joke. So I told him what any, what I hope any normal father would say to their son. I don't care if you are. You can tell me. I'm not going to be upset. Is that the truth? That's God's honest truth. You wouldn't care? I wouldn't care. Okay. I did tell him, the only thing that you're not allowed to tell me is that you want to be a woman. That's not okay. You're a man. That's like the 2020 version. Like, these things come out almost like in waves, right? Like, there was a wave in the 80s of homosexuality, and now here we are in the 2000s, and we have transgender. Yeah, I'm not okay with it. Um, it, it. What do you think is next? I don't know. There's a whole bunch of people that say they're non-binary and they don't edit, identify as a male or a female. I, I well, count I hate that in the transgender thing. I don't know, man. Who the fuck cares? The whole transgender thing is a bunch of... If you want to dress up like a woman and act like a woman, that's one thing. I'm not going to call you a woman, which is going to lead to my next story. Okay? Yeah. Two Christmas, Two Christmases ago... Me and my wife are doing some last-minute shopping on Christmas Eve. We went to Target in Manchester. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, we're standing in line, and we, <laughs> we're standing in line, and I see the cashier has tight short, like, pants on, jeans on. Sure. Um. Not a very big, not a big bust. Yeah, not a big chest area. Yeah, long hair. I'm like, what? Walk up to Connor. Its name was Victoria or something like that. It had a five o'clock shadow beard and the biggest Adam's apple I've ever seen. So here's my problem with the whole thing, right? If you want to tell people you want to be a woman and you're a man, or you're a man. Or a woman, and you want to be a man. Whatever. Do you. I'm not... I don't have to agree with it. I can accept it. But I don't well, have really to... You can't accept it. I mean, you have repeatedly called someone who identifies as a girl, he or it. So you don't accept it. Okay, but I don't have to be mean to that person. Not to their face. Not at all. Why would I be mean to their face? They're not being mean to me. I, I agree. Here's my problem. Right? Yeah. If you're going to say you want to be a woman and you're a man... Shave. Shave your fucking face. First off... Put in the effort. But listen, you know there's little old ladies out there with like straight fucking beards rocking. You see them. I see them. Yeah, but they're old ladies, man. This was like a 20-year-old... Oh my God, hold on. A semi-related side note, okay? I... (laughs) Man, I was working with this dude the other day. He He was picking something at work. And his fucking ear hair... Was like, it was like he had mullets growing out of his fucking ears, bro. There was so much air. And I, like, all I could think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All I could think was like, this is why people need to get married, right? Like, that guy needs a wife to be like, no, 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 no. Don't leave the fucking house. Here's like a pair of scissors to trim it down a little bit. And then clippers when you get close. And maybe like cleaning your ears with a Q-tip every once in a while. Maybe they'll knock some stranglers, stragglers out. The dude had the longest ear hair I've ever seen in my life. It was so... I don't understand how people walk out of the house like that. It's fucking crazy. I like, Don't get me wrong, man. Like, I've caught myself with long nose hairs yeah, and stuff I like that. Yeah, t- I pluck my nose hairs. Like, yeah, with I'll my pluck fingers. them. Yeah. Like, as soon as I notice it, I'll pluck it right out yeah. with my fingers. Yeah. Um, air hair, if I notice it, 
I clean it right up as soon as I notice. Do that. you freak out, especially as uh, somebody who works um, with like grease and oil and stuff? Do you freak out that your ears are gross and you can't see them, like on yes. the inside? I, I think freak about, out that about that every single, not even on the inside. You know what gets me is behind my ear. Every uh, time I'm getting my hair cut, and I, if I don't come home and shower before I get my hair cut, it yeah. doesn't even matter if I worked in the yard that day or not. Yeah. I think about that. Like, they're going to pull back my ear and cut it, and it's going to be all gross. Are you worried about, like, your, your personal barber or beautician? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm worried about, like, the general public. Like, do I have, listen, everybody's seen some nasty fucking ears in their day, and I don't want. a couple guys that have that. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, man. Me neither. But anyway, yeah, so to my point, I, if you want to say all those things or whatever, yeah, it sounds great, blah, blah, blah. It's the cool thing to do nowadays. At least put in the effort. Yeah, I mean, man, that goes like... It'd be the... like your wife not shaving her armpits. Well, I mean, so, man, this is like a whole separate topic because that's where we're headed, bro. We're headed to women who don't shave their legs. We're headed to women who don't shave their armpits. We're headed to that territory very quickly. Well, luckily my wife's older and that shouldn't be an issue. Wow. Wow. Luckily my wife is older. Meaning that she's no, not that's feel weird. Like it's weird that you why don't you just make a bed on the couch? Why wait till you get kicked out of bed? But listen, I'm never being kicked out of bed, cut it out. Oh, um, she's too old to fight you off, huh? Yeah, pretty much. You're a sick fuck. She walks around with a walker, dude. What do you want? Tom's favorite flavor of muffin, Dusty. <laughs> anyway. Um Yeah, that's gross. I feel bad for my son. Um well, but think about it. back in the sixties, nobody shaved their who has? I don't know if they shaved their armpits. Did I imagine they did? Yeah. So shaving, I want to say it was Gillette. Man, I just fucking read this like two weeks ago. Interesting timing. Gillette as a marketing thing, right? So Gillette sold razors to men to who wanted smooth faces or like trimmed up beards, and they were like, "Well, how the fuck could we make way more money?" So the only people who read magazines in that time, and I want to say it was the early 1900s. I'm not positive. It could have been the late 1800s. It was definitely like the turn of the century between the 1800s and 1900s. Um, so they were the only people who read magazines at the time were women, right? Men worked. Women stayed at home, took care of the family. Read magazines. Read magazines, right. So, you know, barefoot, pregnant in the kitchen, and they had their magazines. Um, so... Gillette, in response to this, why are you laughing about that? That was the expression, barefoot and pregnant. Why the fuck is that so funny? You know why it's funny, Pat? I'm not going to say it. No, I don't have a fucking clue. I'm not going to bury you in here. All right. I don't have a... I, even I don't know what our inside joke is here. Beside the point, um, Gillette, as a marketing strategy, started posting, or I guess not posting, that's definitely a modern term, putting advertisements in those magazines of women who had clean-shaven armpits or clean-shaven legs um, because they knew that the people reading those magazines, which was women predominantly, would go, oh, that's a nice surprise for my husband, or, oh, that's a distinguishing factor between you know us and them. They're rough. We are smooth. So Gillette, I mean, f far more than doubled their sales with a genius marketing strategy. And that's when women really started with the the personal hygiene of their hair. Well, poor Gillette's going to go out of business because yeah, we're going to see we're going to see the death of at least the death of every woman being shaven very soon. All right, guys. So if you guys listened to episode eleven, Pat did the intro to my wife. That's in my wife. So a little surprise for Pat. He hasn't heard it yet. We're going to play this in the mail time segment. Uh, my wife made a diss track back to Pat. Uh, hope you enjoy it. It's absolutely hysterical. I'm not a rapper, but I got something to say. You're just an Eminem wannabe trying to climb up a tree, only end up with a couple of skin knees, spitting mad rhymes about my snatch. Let's go then. Whatever you throw, I can catch. Hold up a sec. Got my dinner on defrost. Oh, wait, shoot. I think that's the cat that you lost. Poor Frank, wheeled out to the street. No ashes for you, buddy. To Pat, you're just spoiled meat. Ooh, gotcha there, did I not? 
Lucky for you, that's not all that I got. You think all my skills are below the belt, but how would you know? I'm not in the hand you were dealt. You'll never know the ways I can please, but what you get from me, Pat, is 101 recipes with cream cheese. All right, so there it is. Uh, it's absolutely hysterical. Again, Pat hasn't heard it. He's only going to hear it in this episode. Uh, so there you go, Pat. Let's see what you got. Let's see if you can come back at her. All right, so I guess the only mail that we have is one uh, Miss Miss Ford, not your Ford, but the other Ford, emailed in, which she just asked about the movie review. She really just had a comment. Uh, but somebody left us a questionnaire on our podcast review that Pat's going to read right now. It just so happens that uh, the Unicorn Princess, it actually says Unicorn Princesses, uh, happens to be fucking Polly Walker. Yeah. What a convenient time to get feedback from somebody. He's on the show. Now, mind you. This was total coincidence. Yes, total coincidence. Did not... uh, Paulie Walker had asked me before the show today if we had gotten it. We never looked. So I had no idea that this was even there. So, go ahead with it, Pat. So it says... To Tom Washington. If your only son decided to become a female, BTW, it's 100% his choice, not yours. The same way females should choose whether or not they keep their babies. Why do you think you should ruin your entire relationship with him over your outdated viewpoints on sexuality and humanity? Also, would you rather eat soup for the rest of your life or have constant Dorito fingers for the rest of your life? Please debate. I'd like to break this down into sections. Okay, so we're going to do this. Let's start with... Second question first or the first question first? We're going to go first question first. So. Why would I want to ruin my relationship with him? Or do you want me to... Well, let's start with if he chose to be female, um, do you feel like that's 100% his choice? Yes, after he's 18 years old. Okay, so he should be an adult. Actually, I should uh, restate that. After he's out of high school. Okay, so you think And he's at an... Because you... Like, let's be realistic. He's going to be 19 when he graduates high school, hopefully. Um, Or she... Is any 19-year-old capable of making a decision like that? So, well, there's my point number one is you're not an adult until you're 25, but go okay. ahead. In the eyes of the world. Yeah. Like, if we're being realistic, let's, 18 yeah, let's talk would be that age. 18 but, is a legal adult. Yes. But, but realistically, out of high school, after that, I no longer have to care for you. You're on your own. If you choose to be that way, I would not ruin my, my relationship with him. Uh, but I would continue to call him my son. And he could act however the hell he wants to act. That's up to him. Under my house, my rules, no, that's not okay. Uh, as far as the, it's a woman's choice to keep their baby or not, absolutely. It doesn't mean that I have to agree with their choices. It just means, yes, you're right. It is their choice. Right. I, I agree with that. Uh, it, so, it's hold still on, hold on. The, and To say it's an outdated view is not true. Okay, so I have a question for you. How old were you when you knew you were a straight male that liked women? Uh, probably 12 or 13. 12 or 13. Oh, no. counter question oh. coming up. You should have seen that shit coming. Oh, I have no problem with <laughs> that. fastball straight down the if middle If my there. son likes men, that's fine. I, I'm perfectly fine right. with that. But he, what if he wants to be a woman and he finds that out at 14? Not okay with that? I, I don't think that that's a uh, reasonable mean, choice. So Because, because you were born a man. Right. So you realize that gender fluidity and transitioning to other sexes and stuff is something that's like super prevalent in the world right now, and more and more people are doing it than ever. And you because know it's the cool us, thing to do. You, so they only do it because it's the cool thing. To do. Tommy takes this yes. gradual heel turn as this podcast goes on. I love it. Yes, I believe that that is that's the trendy thing to do. The trendy thing to do. I, I kind of get that. Like in Provincetown, I went there last weekend. I, it wasn't so much like drag queens and stuff walking around, and I feel like when gay rights and stuff and marriage was becoming legalized for people that were gay it was more of a thing i'm just confused on why you were so certain when you were 12 13 or 14 around there and if he was you wouldn't be okay with it just because he lived in your house uh again i'm perfectly fine and if he wants to date he men stay in your house all uh, right he doesn't have a choice 
Unless he wants to go out and fend for himself. That's on him. So he doesn't have a choice. He does not have a choice until he's able to take care of himself. Then you can do whatever the hell it is that you want to do with your life. And wouldn't you say sexual orientation and then no, and then trying to tra- and changing genders is two different things? I yeah. Do think that. I mean, that's... Because that, I, mean, I have a counter question a for you, comparison. Mike. If my son decides he wants to be a female, hypothetically, he's still alive to do that. Well, it's not that he wants to be a female. I think the question would be that he identifies as, like, he actually believes he is a female. Well, he then, was born with male genitalia, but is actually a female. Right. It's not like he's, he's son of a bitch, even in the park. The wow. fucking, damn it. The streak continues. Yeah. Sorry. Episode 12. Anyway. Yeah, 12 in a row. Uh, Congratulations. So, I, I think the question is, if he believes in his little heart of hearts that he's a female, would you discourage him from feeling that way? Uh, I would I wouldn't discourage him I would tell him exactly what I just told Mike you can do whatever you want when you're able to take care of yourself and out of my house and up until like I'm not going to buy you dresses you're not allowed to wear makeup around me you're not allowed to wear makeup to school and paint your fingernails or anything like that I'm not okay with that and I'm taking care of you so it's my rules what if he so, was just like a goth emo skater and wanted to wear fucking nail polish, man? I'd have to take that under consideration. Okay, so it's situation to situation. Yeah, I like I, listen. That's a sensitive subject for me because his mother used to paint his fingernails and toenails when he was a baby, and it I drove think, me did nuts. Did she have a daughter at the time? No. I think that's perfectly normal. I don't think that's normal. I think that's bad parenting. But anyway. That's neither here nor there. A different podcast for a different day. My question to you, now that I forgot it because I got interrupted so many times. Freak. I'm not going to move on to the next thing yet. <laughs> We're getting to this Dorito question. There's going to be a lot of dead silence here until I think of the question. Uh, I read, uh, we're going to pull driver Andy in on this exact topic. I actually, I might have sent you the meme or the, the article. It was a straight up news story. And it said that children, oh, I got it. motherfuckers. <laughs> Who cares about whatever the hell it is that you're going to say? Uh, Mike, let me ask this. If they decide that they want to change genders, do you agree with the fact that they shouldn't go at it half-ass and they should shave their fucking beards before I, they go out in public I think and you tell me to call you a woman? I think that's up to the person. The same way some girls shave their armpits and some don't. It's not up to me because it's not But me. women don't grow facial generally. Right. Unless they take a lot of testosterone and stuff like that, and to try and become men, right? But at that point, you're dressing like a man, right? And if you're chunky, I wouldn't even know that you were a man. You're asking if the man should shave his face now. If he's asking me to call him Vivian and he works at the Target, yes. Why? Why wouldn't they want to do that? They didn't. That was my problem with it, Mike. One person. I've lady. seen it a couple times. Like that's bearded my ladies problem with historically it. belong only at the carnival as an act in the freak show. Like but here's my problem with it, right? Because they ran is away from if home. if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna identify a certain way, you should act that. Like don't do it half ass. So it. you're saying if Colin decides that he wants to be a female, he should also act the part. Like he should fit the stereotype. After he's 19 years old, he can do whatever he wants. No, no, but I'm saying, like, you want him, if he's going to be a female, you want him to be, like, a big... I don't want him to, so I don't, like, at that point, it doesn't... I haven't thought that far into it because, again, it's not okay with me. He's going to think about it all night tonight. He's not going to sleep. <laughs> Thanks, Polly. You're welcome. I also feel like it's not something you've ever felt the need to even really think about that much because it's kind of out of the picture with him. And, like, you obviously know your son better than all of us, and you probably would already have an inkling of something like that. So you haven't really had the need to consider it. And maybe if that happened or something like that. Listen, uh, I can say this as as the only – well, I shouldn't say this. As a father sitting at this table, right, you're right, I've never thought about it. I would always love my child. Always. There's nothing he could do that would make me not love him. That doesn't mean that I have to agree with him. And it doesn't mean that I have to accept his choices. It's like if your son's a murderer, do you accept that? No, you still love him. But it doesn't mean you have to accept those choices that he's made. And, I mean, if that ever happens to me, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. It doesn't mean I have to accept it. You get what I mean? Yep. Andy, make a little mental note before this podcast is over. Let's review if your son was a murderer. We'll get- Good day, mams and sirs.
Have you been trying to find me, my hype man Pat, for bonus content, exclusive merch, extra dick and fart jokes, and videos that are more captivating than Pandora's box of pregnancy porn you've been hiding from your wife? Well, three-finger news, news that's sure to shock you, just did a whole article letting us know where you can find our podcast at iTunes, Spotify, pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Don't forget to check out our live stream of podcasts on YouTube at 10.30 Sundays and 7.30 Wednesdays. If that's not enough and you're yearning for more streaming, you can also check out our gaming live streams on Twitch and YouTube. Follow and subscribe to Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. Check out our Facebook page and Instagram page at Number 9 with Tommy Podcast. Until Zuckass pulls a trump card and sends us packing. Speaking of packing, you can have merch from our show packed and shipped right to your front door from Number9Podcast.com. And don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter and subscribe at each of these sites. The Number Niners are always welcome to drop us a line at the number nine podcast.com, the number nine podcast at gmail.com, or DM us on Twitter at number nine pod two. We even hired honey buns to sort through that shit and decide which ones we'll have on air. I say a good day. Maybe. So, Andy, let's start with you. You doing soup or you doing Dorito cheese? All right, let's, let's, let's reiterate the question real quick. Uh, Hold on, there's something else you wanted to come back to. What the hell was it? You were supposed to remember. Oh, we'll oh, get there. Yeah, uh, the, if uh, your son was a killer, yeah. a serial killer. A murderer, whatever. Okay, so the question is, would you rather eat soup for the rest of your life or have constant Dorito fingers for the rest of your life? Andy? Question number one, do you get various... Uh, Soups? Yeah, variety of soup or the same kind of soup. Any soup. But Any it, one soup? It cannot be a chowder. It can't be something... It can't be like a bunch of meat and vegetables in a soup. It can be... So it's got to be a brothy it's soup. It's got to be a brothy soup, right? It can have stuff in it, but it can't be like, you know... The soup. It's not like a stew. Soup. Exactly. It's, it's not be beef stew. stew. Is it's not cheddar... Chili. It's Like soup. cheddar broccoli. Is that a... Perfectly fine. That's, okay. Yeah, that's Clam chowder. I think I, I have to... I, I have to go that. soup. I have to go soup. Because I can't have that shit on my hands for the rest of my life. I'm going to go with the shit on my hands nah, because it adds flavors to everything. No, absolutely. So Maybe that's how they invented the uh, Doritos Locos Taco at Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Like someone got on a crunchy taco and was like, "This would be slamming." I agree, um, especially if you, do you get to choose the flavor of Dorito? Nope, it's not Doritos. It's Cheetos. Cheetos. But, but it's you very clearly wrote Cheetos. Doritos. The word Dorito. Well, I might have had a few drinks before I wrote Doritos. Fair enough. So is it Cheetos or Doritos? It's Cheetos. It's Cheetos. Permanent Cheetos. Are we talking uh, the like crunchy or the puffs? Are we are we talking cheesy crunch? Cheesy. He poop? had said Cheetos the whole time. Yeah. But then he wrote Doritos. I'm talking like you go to the snack machine, the bag of Cheetos. The crunchy ones or the puffy ones? The crunchy ones. Okay. You got the cheese dust. What's the it difference? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah, cheese it's dust. Cheese dust on your cheese fingers. Dust. It really doesn't matter. You're not matter. eating the Cheetos. Yeah, it's dust. Uh, it's that sticky dust on your fingers for the rest of your life. It never goes away. Both hands? But it can replenish itself. See, I pictured both hands. So you can eat them. Yeah, you both can, hands, you can right? Eat them okay. And it'll keep coming back. Both hands. I right? pictured both hands, both hands so that finger. I'm out. I'll do the soup. Just on the tips of your finger, though, right? Like you yeah, would if you're eating it. Yeah, first the you knuckle. Up. Yeah. Get shit everywhere for right. the rest of your life. My first I'm thought. Car and you're everywhere. Anything you Just touch. wear gloves. Yeah, so that's where I'm headed. My first thought is masturbation, right? So I'm putting on like like doctor gloves or like mechanic gloves. Um, not the. Not for the masturbation? Band. What? For masturbation? Well, yeah, because I'm definitely choosing Cheeto fingers and we'll get to why. But I I'm can, thinking that's a nice snack for your girl. My fingers? No, the cheesy. Penis. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. So I could rub some on there for her uh, to enjoy during fellatio, a little cheesy blowjob. Is there real milk in Cheetos? This is a game changer. I'm pretty sure this is made with 100% real milk. All right. Well, or cheese. You're going to have to be real careful about who you're uh, letting give you a suck job. But I'm putting on gloves, and I'm still going to be able to uh, take matters into my own hands. More importantly, I'm going Cheeto fingers, and I am going to... Uh, manually stimulate uh, my significant other with my Cheeto fingers, and then I'm going to go down on her. And I'm going to enjoy the delectable taste of Cheetos the entire time. And when I when it runs out of flavor, I'm just going to finger her again, and then I'm going to chow down again. This is like a meal that never what ends. If, what if the mixture of... Yeah. What <laughs> if the mixture of uh, her fluids and the Cheetos do not make a tasty combo? Well, I doubt they would. Yeah, I highly doubt they would. First off, if if, if for let's see, I'm. And what if you don't 35. do a good enough? What if you don't do a good enough job cleaning up 
You know what I mean? How do you clean on that? And she gets a cheese infection? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that is a foreign substance going in there. I've been, I've been given Australian kisses. Yeah, I've been giving Australian kisses for about twenty years now, and I haven't gotten tired. Australian kisses? That's like a French kiss, but down under. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. So, because we all looked at each other and not having a clue what you were talking about. <laughs> Those are called Australian kisses. That was the best joke ever. That was pretty ever good, Pat. That was pretty good. Um, I've been doing it for about twenty years with what we'll call the plain flavor, and I have not gotten tired of it. It's one of my favorite pastimes. It's like baseball to America. Is eating pussy to me. Um, baseball is better with cheese too. So that's true. I I would not watch a baseball game without a nice thing of nachos and hot cheese. You would so, not watch a baseball game. Cut it out. If there were nachos, I would watch while they lasted. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going, and I would, man, man, especially, like, you don't really have to get a lot of her fluids on the Cheetos. You could, which would be delectable, again, but if you're just stimulating the clitoris, not going inside the uh, Doritos nachos box, then, you know, you're just kind of, you're licking the man in the boat, but he's covered in cheese. I love it. I think it's a great question. I gotta tell you, Fuck you soup. just gave me a great idea. Uh, by the way, we're not gonna have dinner together because it's too late. But I'm going to get Taco Bell when I leave here. You're giving up a insanely good cheeseburger for where Taco Bell? I don't know where we're going. Sam the Clams. Nah, I ain't got time, dude. It's gonna be too late. You eat I'm, at Sam the Clams? I'd I love like Sam the Clams. You are out of your mind, Andy. I eat anything with the word disgusting. clam in it. Disgusting. You don't like Sam the Clams? I wouldn't walk into Sam the Clams. You so smell good. the smells coming out of that place. You can smell it from the shop. Well, they make seafood. It's disgusting. It's that, a seafood joint. Yeah, but I've been to a million seafood joints, and none of them smell like that. When this you is walk why in. I say he would rate movies on IMDb. This <laughs> yeah. type of behavior. That place right is disgusting. Here. You can't eat anything movie. from. So, Mike, where are you on this? Hold on. Uh, fingers, right? You have the opportunity to meet Emily, and you're going to pass up so you can go get Taco Bell. I don't want to hear it when, you, when you're when you crying do again, that you haven't met Emily. It has to do with the fact that I have to go home and edit all this, get it ready to upload tonight, um, and you're going to go out and have dinner. Tom, none of that happens. We do the podcast, I go home, and then it just shows up on the air. <laughs> there's no editing. There's none of that stuff happens. What are and you I have about? to edit all, all the loud laughs from Andy. I've been turning away. You just have to deafen them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just but it down that means bit. I have to go back through the entire podcast and do it. That sounds like a treat. Yeah, you're no, yeah, it's person. a treat. Anyway, so let's go to your thing. Well, oh, so, okay. Wait, can I answer the question real quick? Yeah, he yeah. didn't even answer. Okay. I thought you said so, Cheeto fingers. I said Cheeto fingers, but for a very specific reason, because I take everything to the super extreme normally. And I'm thinking if I'm in a desert, I have no food, and I can't make soup, I'll always have a food supply. Yeah, but the soup would have... But you, you can't materialize soup, but you can keep materializing Cheeto dust. I just, so you're saying you can live on Cheeto dust? Right. If you're ever hungry, you got a snack. You can't just make soup anytime. It's like I thought the soup appears for you. No, you got to make it. Then how come the Cheeto dust just appears for you? Because that's how it works. Because it's always on your fingers. I'm, I'm a little confused. I can't, I can't have I mean, Cheeto dust this, on my fingers forever. I just start. can't have that. I could. I just can't let it sit there forever. I have to lick it right away because no, it's so goddamn it's, good. No. So, right. okay, to get to, get to uh, if your son was a killer. So that everybody playing at home, this is not necessarily your son. It could also be your sibling. This is why I thought of the What question. if you don't have any sons or a sibling? Your best friend. Or your parent. Pick a parent. Okay, there you go. Okay. What if they're both dead? At one point, we could get to that question, alive. too. Do you remember that question? Yeah, that's a good point. It's probably you. Uh, yeah, probably it's you. you. <laughs> so, uh, the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski. Um, the way I remember that story, he writes a, I'm going to call it a dissertation, but I'm not sure that that's really what it was. He writes a whole thing in college about how easily you could low-key send bombs in the mail. I mean, the dude put it on paper and explained how you could get away with it. Then, there's this guy, the Unabomber, that pops up after he's out of college, Ted Kaczynski, and bombs start blowing up people's mailboxes, start killing people, and nobody puts together who it is. This is a a huge problem in America. Everybody's paranoid. This is, I mean, it's a big deal. So, screw that Reese cup, bro. Paul Walker just opened up nah. a Lunchables. 
that you could get ten for a dollar at the grocery store. What'd you pay for that bad boy? Had to have been at least three bucks. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I don't want it, man. You have it. You need it more you. than me. He's giving Tom the Reese's. That is that is true friendship right there. So That's the best thing in that fucking whole bundle. It's my favorite candy, but I'm trying to be nice. Right. You're also my boss, so No, not yeah. here, I'm not your boss. <laughs> so fast forward. Ted Kaczynski's living in a shack in the middle of the woods, right? He does not have a car. He does not have a home. He gave his car to his brother years prior. Now, he's living in a shack in the woods. He rides a bicycle to town to get, like, his food and supplies for his bombs. His brother gets a flat tire, pulls the car to the side of the road, and lifts up the little mat that hides the spare tire and finds the paper that Ted Kaczynski wrote in college and fucking turns him in. That's how the Unabomber gets caught. So my question is, if your brother or best friend or sibling or parent is that person, how do you handle it? Turn him in. You turn him in? Yes. Okay. Andy the driver? No. What do you do? I don't do anything. So you burn the paper? I think I keep the paper. Okay. But, um, and maybe ask him about it, but I don't turn him in. Bobby Even Walker. though, I mean, it is a paper, but you don't have, con- I mean, it's just a dissertation. It's not concrete evidence of anything. Oh, he was, just, he was 100% when he found that paper. I understand, but at the same time, just re- based on the story, you can't say that just because he wrote down on a piece of, on, he had this dissertation that he's actually doing it. I mean, I got to tell you, man, I love my brother more than anything in the world. Like, literally, like my brother is my best friend. Uh, I mean, other than me, but go ahead. Yeah, that's why you weren't the best man at my wedding. Literally had a name tag that said best man. That's all you had. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. It, I would probably do it. I, I would probably turn them in um, just because that's the right thing to do. I couldn't do it. What would you do? I guess my perspective comes from I don't want him in the system that we have in this country in jail and stuff. Because I, I know especially how serial killers and stuff like that get treated. And regardless of what you ever do, everyone has a thing. Some is more fucked up than others and some aren't. But in that system, you wouldn't do well. And I would think, like, specifically my brother, if he really was, like, doing this all the time, I would have the best chance at rehabbing him and helping him to not be like that anymore. So you would confront him and offer him help? I would. Okay. When you die, you know that your brother finishes off your movie roles, right? It's crazy. We can't even tell the difference. (laughs) Um, So I've had this question uh, since I watched the documentary where I learned all this, and this has been my answer. It's never changed, and I don't think it ever will change. There are three of these, by the way, um, that are like very uh, serial killer-esque tests that I consistently fail. This one... Uh, we go for a little hike. My brother never sees it coming. I put one in the back of his fucking head. And nobody else dies. And I bury him, and I never speak a word about it. Because I can't deal with the thought of other people losing their brothers, or their sisters, or their parents, or their best friends, or whatever the fuck detail t- Tommy wanted to use. But I also can't deal with the fact that he would suffer for the rest of his life. I can't do it. So I put one in the back of his head and call it a day. What's that, of mice and men? Somebody said that to me the other day. I just had this conversation. Um, And somebody said that. Of Mice and Men, somebody shoots somebody else in the back of the head. I've never read Of Mice and Men. Yeah. Pretty similar, except the guy has... Special needs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's totally different fucking... I mean, there's obviously a mental illness there, but at the same time... Oh, here we go. Every fucking episode. No, no, I'm saying there's a (laughs) mental illness for a serial killer, all right? But at the same time, I don't know if killing him is... The Why? Thing to do well, like, like, here's my thing, right? What do you mean? It's hard to I mean, kill people with no legs. It's hard to but kill why? people, period. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's have a, to, I don't that's know my stance, right? Is like, what makes nice his answer, life more valuable than everybody else? Possible. He Nothing. killed. That's why putting a bullet in the back of his head is an equalizer. I isn't, actually agree with Pat on this one. But isn't yeah. your family's lives more important than other people? No. No. To you? No. So, okay. Everyone's equal. So, you guys look at it as putting a rabid dog down. Basically, yeah, is yeah, what yeah. you're equating for, it for to. For another example, which will clarify Paulie's question, okay? This was one that was asked to me directly as a psychopath test. Uh, and they said, You're sitting on an overpass, a train overpass. And the train, the, the, so the track switched, and the train is going to crash into a group of people. Hundreds of people are going to die because this 
this train has derailed or is about to derail. You know this, and you know that the only thing you can do to stop the train from killing all those people is to throw the person standing next to you on the overpass over to, to derail the track, to derail the train early. Would you do it? Yes. And everybody, unequivocally, their answer is yes, because it's it's very simple. It's one life versus hundreds of lives. That's an easy method. Hey, I know what formula. Pat's answer was. No, no, that was my answer. Yes. The follow-up, which is where we get into detail here, is... Oh, I thought Pat's answer was going to be, I'll throw myself in. Nope. The follow-up question is, it's your brother. Would you still do it? And my answer was, that's the same exact fucking question. Right. It's still one versus hundreds. There's no difference here. I just don't understand the hypothetical because there, is there a guarantee that he's going to go onto the tracks and stop the train? Well, yes. that's what they're saying. That yeah, I don't. You I, have the you, knowledge if you're that standing this will stop a, it from happening. How would you have that knowledge? You're Andrew, psychic. You're psychic. Andrew. I mean, it's, I, I don't it's, know. It's a hypothetical. Yeah, dude. I don't know. All right, how about this? What if you were sitting next to your brother and he was the one doing the throwing? What would you want him to do? I would want him to throw me. Absolutely. Then don't you think he would want the same? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I think my brother would say do it. So I would have no reservations. I honestly wouldn't lose sleep over it. All right, Andy, Maybe I got. We're gonna we're gonna do the third one because we got time. Okay. All right. Do we? This we fucking eaten by bugs out here. It's dark. This is the one that gets me uh, in the most hot water. Okay, Andy. Yes. Your mother just died. You're at her funeral. Your head's hung. You're in the the whatever recession precession line. You know when you pass the casket, yeah. and then you shake everybody's hand. You're in the the hand shaking line. Okay. Okay. So everybody's going by. They shake your hand. They tell you how sorry they are. It's tragic. Blah blah blah. You're you're focused on the day. You're focused on your mother. You're not focused on everybody coming through. Then with your head hung, somebody touches hands with you, and there's an immediate spark. And you know without even lifting your head up, you know one hundred percent that this person is different and you open, you know, you lift your head up, you open your eyes, whatever, and you see her and you know for a fact this is the woman you were spent you were supposed to spend the rest of your life with. There's no question in your mind. And she sees it and you know she feels it too. Just by touching hands, this was fate. You were brought here today because you were supposed to spend the rest of your lives together. But this is a funeral. So she just keeps walking down the line, shaking hands and kissing babies, and you're stuck where you're at. So the funeral's over, and all you can think the next morning when you wake up is, I should have, you know, done the, the nonconformist thing, and I should have jumped out of line, and I should have gotten her number. How would you guarantee that you could meet this woman again? I mean, how could you guarantee something like that? Well, okay, so we can start with, like, a really simple one. Um, the people in line around her probably know her. They probably, yeah. you know, were there with her. So you could ask some of them. You could go this through. This woman's a complete stranger. You, you no never saw her. You never saw her in your life. Not a clue. But what would make you... Say you had that spark and then it was maybe just a fleeting moment. Why would you automatically assume that you're going to hunt this girl down? It's not a fleeting moment. The next morning you wake up and you have to meet this girl again. You know that this is the one. Paul Walker doesn't want to answer us. Either. Yeah, I don't... Um, the most frequent I answer, guess you'd ask around. I don't know. Okay, so ask around. The most <laughs> the most frequent answer I get is I would go through the guest book. Well, how, I would, how would you know who it is? If she signed it. Correct, because you know who she was in line around, so you could just... Yeah, but that doesn't mean you sign a guest book at the same time. Right, and well, even if no, it's, it does. A, it's I mean, a complete you're in line. stranger, too, that's a slippery slope because... I mean, if you're basing it on the life and you it's have. it's also assuming that you know everybody around her. Right. So here's the thing. And you're, you're also you... single and you're also, like, would be interested in doing, even if you think that this is a lightning bolt and that's the one, there's still other well, it's obligations. Not you, know, you, know, you know for I a mean, fact that this just, is the one. I don't know. Andy, I remember Pat's answer to this. Oh, I just remembered it. So you, you know for a fact that this is the one. There is no question. You have to meet this girl. I don't think you could unequivocally ever know that. Like Andy is the worst. <laughs> I don't. I don't partner. accept the premise. Sorry. <laughs> Polly Walnuts, what do you got? I think there. I mean, she's not at the funeral for no reason. She knows people there or someone there. Polly's getting getting there. That you also know, and I think you need to go through that person and find her again. Okay, 
So this was my answer, and there was no debating. There was no, you know, let's talk to people, let's check the guest book. There was it no. It didn't take them long to come up with the answer. No, this was instantaneous. I came up with my answer, and okay. there was no thought required. There was no hunting. There was no. Oh my God, I don't know what I would do. My answer was kill my dad, because if she's at my mom's funeral, she'll probably be at my dad's funeral. And the person that I answered that to was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, dude?" Just uh, you as a person. What a slick, twisted fuck. This is yeah, t- that t- was t- somewhere I would never have even... That would have never entered it's my a head. very logical answer. So you can never kill your dad, so... Right, yeah. The killing is where, like... Maybe I don't know. Physically, you could not Bo- kill In both dad. of those scenarios, that in two that's of the true. three of those scenarios, you're killing people. Yeah, that's... That's why they're called psychopath tests, Sandy. I don't... Yeah, see, I don't know if... So what's If the, the money's right on the line when it's push comes to shove, if... What's the right you, answer? You don't know if yeah. you're capable of doing that. At the end of the day, the answer is Patrick's a psychopath, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. You would do that for true love? I mean, he's pretty old anyways. There's like 8 billion people in the world. You don't think there's any other way? That one was made for me. Okay. You have issues. Who made it? I'm talking, I'm talking like the feeling your girlfriend got the first time she saw me. 